Serial Killers, an audiobook written and read by Chris Cordes. I am the author. Most serial killers are white males aged 20 to 40. They can be very good looking, they can be very charming, they can be very kind, and they can be very sweet. You will never guess the real face of a serial killer because they can look like your average person. They can be your neighbor, they can be your friend, they can be so many things and hide it all. Because most serial killers, lead, they lead double lives. They could be married with children while they're out there killing people. Let's talk a bit about serial killers. We have Ted Bundy. We have Jeffrey Dahmer. We have John Wayne Gacy. We have so many serial killers. I can give you a whole list. But the most prolific killers were Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. So, these killers are not crazy. They're not insane. They're not monsters. They're serial killers because they are like that for a reason. It's like an addict. What does an addict do? Let's say Let's not make it illegal and say drug addict. Let's say an alcoholic. An alcoholic cannot stop drinking. Well, it's the same thing for serial killers. They can't stop killing. From all the interviews that I've seen, from all the interviews that I've done, from all the documentaries that I've seen, the one thing they all keep saying is that they couldn't stop. It's an addiction for them. Now, most serial killers, uh, they are white, as I said, and mostly the, the way that they kill their victims is by strangulation. This is your typical serial killer, strangulation. Then you move forward. You have other serial killers. After they strangle them, they rape them. Those are necrophiliacs, which means they like to sleep with dead people. Jeffrey Dahmer was a necrophiliac. Ted Bundy, he was a sadist. He was really sick, not in his mind, but in the way he tortured these women and he killed them. John Wayne Gacy killed a lot of boys and a lot of young guys. And he was a family man. He was married and he was known to be 
someone loved in the community. Everybody cared around him, about him. Everybody said good things about him. You see, you can never really spot a serial killer. Your serial killer can be your neighbor. And this is with no exaggeration. Your next door neighbor could be a serial killer. Now, understanding how the mind of a serial killer works is this way. What they are, they are sociopaths and some are psychopaths. They have no remorse. For them, a victim is like an object. They have no remorse, no sensations of guilt, and they keep on doing it. They keep on doing it until they get caught. Some of them want to be caught because they want to be famous. And most serial killers, they like to take trophies with them. Their trophies could be an object, or it could be a skull, a brain, or a hand, or things of that nature. It pleases them to do that. They feel accomplished, but then they feel inadequate because they want to do it again, because for them the next time will be even better. Most of you have heard of the Zodiac Killer. He used to shoot couples in their cars and he never was caught because he died he died of old age and there have been similar ones to that known as the son of sam the son of sam his name is david berkowitz david berkowitz had a gun and he went out to shoot brunettes in cars. His gun was a 44 Bulldog. And not only did he kill people in New York City, but all around that area. And during that time, it was horrific for every brunette. They used to wear blonde wigs. So he began going on a killing spree, killing women in cars. How did he get caught? Because some people found his white car parked somewhere. I don't remember the details of how he got caught but his story is that he used to hear a dog, it was his neighbor's dog, talking to him and telling him to go and kill. He also admitted that he was going to a cult, a satanic cult, he used to go to them to a group with these people 
and they were satanic, devil-worshipping people. And that's why they called him the son of Sam, because he used to hear voices from the dog. It was a black dog telling him to go and kill. Now, David Berkowitz, of course, there's no death penalty in the States. He just admitted that he made all that up so the press would write about him, they would make him look strange, look scary, where in fact he's just a sad person from Yonkers, New York. All he did was shoot women and that's it. I don't know why they made him such a big celebrity. He was just a guy who went on a killing spree shooting women in cars. So now serial killers are not something new. There was many serial killers before the 1900s. But we never really talked about that because there was not much evidence, there was not much technology to tell us about these things. But now, in 2022, it's very rare to find a new serial killer. The Long Island serial killer was never caught and he was killing during the 80s and 90s, I think, and even way before that. Gary Ridgway killed so many prostitutes and he was happy to do that by saying that he was cleaning the streets. But I don't think that's what he was doing. He was enjoying what he was doing by torturing, raping them, killing them. And it kept on going. It kept. When Ted Bundy got caught, he had the nerve to represent himself. And he pled not guilty. He tortured women. He faked injuries. He wore um, on his knees. He, he acted like he had a broken arm and he would go to sorority houses and act like he was an invalid so they would help him. And once they reached his van, he would knock them out, take them in, rape them, kill them, strangle them. And his last killing was at a sorority house where he killed three women. He raped, tortured them. The last one, he bit her nipple off and it was 
everywhere. The news was everywhere about Ted Bundy. They've even made so many movies after him. So when he was found guilty, he finally admitted to everything. And he said, again, as I told you before, that he couldn't do it. He couldn't stop doing it. See, serial killers, for them, it's an addiction. They have to keep on doing it. It's, it's a high they get when they do it, and then they get a low. Once they get a low, they want to do it again and again and again. And that's why I'm in favor of the death penalty when it comes to serial killers. And Ted Bundy got the death penalty and they paid $8 million to kill him. So I think that stories like that should open up people's minds and people should be careful who they meet. Look at Jeffrey Dahmer. He used to meet guys in bars, drug them, take them to his house. He would even put acid in their brains. He would drill acid to keep them alive while he tortures them, rapes them and kills them. Then he would watch The Exorcist and he would rape them while they were dead. He had containers of dead bodies. He had so many different things. He had barrels, he had body parts in jars, and he was a cannibal. He used to eat his victims. And that's why Jeffrey Dahmer became so famous because not only was he a serial killer, but he was a cannibal. And when he got caught, if some of you don't know, it was, they don't get the death penalty in Minnesota. So they gave him life in prison and he a few months later, he said he became a Christian and he changed and he became good and I don't know what. This was all fake. I don't believe in that. Someone like that cannot change. Someone who is a psychopath like him cannot change. So then a month later, he was murdered in jail. Someone killed him in jail. I don't know if it's the families who paid someone to kill him, but he died in jail. So a lot of serial killers, they have one thing on their mind and one thing only, to keep doing the act again and again. And they will never stop until they are caught. Some of them don't want to be caught. They want to keep doing it. And some of them send letters to the media, like Son of Sam, David Berkowitz, 
taunting the media, taunting the police, making themselves known. So when, when they're caught, all the photographers will take photos and interviews and all of that. Now, does it mean they had a bad childhood? For some of them, yes. For some of them, no. See, you don't become a psychopath because you had a bad childhood. Psychopaths, are they just develop from youth till they become young adults. That's how they develop. Now, John Wayne Gacy was, um, he had schizophrenia. But he didn't hear voices telling him to go and kill people. So that's why he got the maximum penalty. You have the Yorkshire Ripper. This was a very big case where he would go and take a hammer to the head of women who are walking at night, especially prostitutes, and then he would stab them multiple times, numerous times, until they're dead. He was even questioned by the police many times. And finally, they caught him. See, serial killers think that they're smarter than the police. This is the problem. They think they're smarter than the FBI or than Interpol or things of that nature, but they're not, that's the thing. They think they're so above the law that they can do whatever they want and never get caught. But what happens now is that they do get caught. And now we have DNA. DNA can catch a killer immediately. And now we have even better, which is nuclear DNA, which is even much better. And most serial killers nowadays get caught on their first act. And that's how we don't have much serial killers anymore now, new ones. Because science has become so good that it's so easy to find and track down a new serial killer. What turns on a serial killer the most is the suffering and death of another life. And that's why they keep on doing it. They never stop until they are caught. So what we have learned is that no matter what, no matter how smart you are of a serial killer, we'll always catch you in the end. Because that's the way it is. And nobody can stop that now. Albert de Salvo, the Boston Strangler. He used to kill women in the most disgusting ways. And he used to wear this 
green suit, like a mechanic, but it was green. And he got caught, and he thought he was smarter than the police, but he got caught. And they even made movies about these serial killers, documentaries, books, so they can become famous. But this is the sad part, is that they never got enough attention when they were young, or they were abused by their parents, or they had drunk parents. And most serial killers will start off very slowly. First of all, they will start torturing and killing animals, little animals like cats, dogs, birds. Jeffrey Dahmer uh, killed a cat and he kept the bones under his pillow. So there, it, start, it starts out very small. They start with animals and then it becomes boring. So they continue on and they want to kill human beings. And that's what gets them off. They get excited about that. And to this day, we still don't understand the term psychopath. We know what it means in the dictionary, but the word psychopath and psychopaths haven't really been studied properly. Still psychologists and psychiatrists cannot fully give you an answer of how psychopaths develop, how they become psychopaths or sociopaths. It's not like schizophrenia or bipolar or other types of mental illnesses. This is something that's still a mystery and people and scientists are studying this right now as I speak. They're still studying it and they're learning more and more. Thank you.